shattered to unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim podcast. Let's talk. Hey guys, Aubrey here. We have part two of our interview with Brie Walta today. I'm so excited for you to hear the rest of this conversation. If you would like to hear the entire conversation all the way through, hop on over and become one of our subscribers. You get ad-free content as well as dig deeper episodes there. We would love to have you as a part of that community. In this episode today, I don't want to break up the flow of this, so we are going to hear from our sponsors at the very end. Hang tight with us and enjoy the show. So good. Yeah. I was just, I'm on this like anger kick, not that I'm trying to be angry, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, when I was going through some healing, I was hearing from therapists like, you need to have some anger mm-hmm. because that's yeah. going to help you heal. It's part of grieving. And we did a, a podcast episode on that as well. And so I just saw Dr. Romani. I don't know if you know of Dr. Romani, the um, narcissist specialist, that she was yeah. talking about anger and empathy. Can you have them both? Absolutely, you can. And it's mm-hmm. actually necessary yep. to be angry. Yep. You can still be empathetic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you feel like you're dealing with this. And, and I understand, you know, however... Yep absolutely not yes <laughs> you know yes. and I yep. you know I always preface this with I'm not saying that you should act on anger or be violent or rageful but right. I am saying that you have a healthy amount of anger just mm-hmm. to, to enforce and yeah. set boundaries and you have to and obviously people aren't going to react well and you're going to be seen as you know all the bad words mm-hmm. but it's Yep. You have to have an amount of anger that is holding people accountable, as you said. Yeah. I heard something on the radio the other day that just really stuck with me. Um, that was like, so often we forgive people and then they're welcomed back into our, mm. our circle of trust. Right. And yeah. it's like, no, I can forgive you and also uh-huh. not trust yep. you. Cause yeah. I yep. like, I forgive you for what you've done, but I can't trust you not to do it again. Yes. So I'm going to set this boundary. You're forgiven. Absolutely. Water under the bridge and all that. Yeah. But moving forward, I don't, I don't trust that you won't behave that way again. I feel like you're and the way you said, and I love that. I do too. Yeah. Like I, I, I love you and you can't, you can't be around me. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a boundary. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I forgive you and you're not allowed to come over. Yeah. So many times it's a but, right? I forgive you, but no. Yes. I forgive you Mm -hmm. and also this is how it has to be. Yes. Speaking of um, words and putting things eloquently, I want to point out something we were talking about before we started recording that you said, Brie, before we're out of time. And we were talking about the way we communicate things to our healthy Again, now we, you found your healthy man, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going through these trauma responses. You're used to being mistreated. So you're going to sometimes misinterpret your healthy man's or woman's um, yep. actions or words mm-hmm. or, or lack thereof. 
And so when you're, when you recognize that you're kind of going down that rabbit hole of like, oh my gosh, he doesn't love me. He's not thinking of me. We're, and I, I actually had a few freak out moments like, oh my gosh, is, does this mean the honeymoon phase is over? Right. This was yeah. all around Corey not golfing with me enough, <laughs> in my opinion, last summer. Cause the first summer we hung out was like golf, 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 golf all the time. Yeah. And he would even yeah. invite me to go with him and his buddies mm-hmm. golfing. I was like the only girl, but I was loving it. And then last summer, He's like, I'm going golfing with the boys. And I'm like, and? <laughs> Are you forgetting something? Hello? I just I, see you with your golf bag, like, on your I shoulder. I know. I'm like, like Wait, where are you going? <laughs> Am I driving separate? Okay, I'll, I'll meet you there. <laughs> like, I was so flabbergasted. And my brain went straight to, we're, we're losing it. Yeah. Our honeymoon phase is over. And so I asked him, and I, I was like, you're probably not thinking this and I'm probably making it up but I feel like you don't want to golf with me anymore and of course it was no of course not of course not I just yeah. have a job now so we can't go as much as yeah you know. um so because he was he had some investments that he could live off of and then those dissolved so now he's working and so he's like yeah I have a full-time job I can't go golfing at 2 p.m <laughs> right I'm like yeah. oh okay yeah but <laughs> tell us how you were telling us to approach these things because it was awesome (laughs) yeah using using the words I'm making up a story in my head Mm -hmm. to begin the conversation yeah like I'm making up the story can I share this with you because in in your example Brandy when you're like you probably aren't you weren't you probably weren't thinking this you're probably not this is probably not true there's some level of of like innuendo in there that mm-hmm. you thought it was mm-hmm. true for them. Yeah. And so it automatically puts them on a defense. Yeah. Even if you're trying to not come across to like yeah. in an attack right. sort of right. way, it's it's understood that that's what you thought about them yeah. and then their defenses go yes. up. So when you get triggered like that, you being able to realize like, oh, like something is something's triggering me from how I used to feel in my old relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel left mm-hmm. out. Why isn't he wanting to golf with me? Getting yourself to a point where you're not going to him to fix you right. or to, to save you from your emotion, but allowing yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. And then when you go to him, say, I'm making up this story in my head. Can I share with you? Mm-hmm. When you went golfing with the guys and didn't invite me, I, I made up that you don't love me anymore. The honeymoon's over, whatever. Yeah. Is that true? And when you approach somebody from that level of like, here's a story that I made up instead of you probably didn't, but yeah, you, this yeah. is what happened to my brain. I didn't, but you probably that's, did. So that's the unsaid, yeah. right? Like you probably yes. didn't, yeah. but maybe you did. Yeah. I love it. I love, and, I'm making up a story in my head. Can I share it with you? And then at mm-hmm. the end of the story saying, is there any truth to that? Or yeah. is that true? I love that. Yeah. And it almost also backs them into a corner if you start it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't think this, but like, what if they did? Oh, what if true. They did and then that? they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they have to, and then they have to, you know, put up their survival mm-hmm. of like, now I'm backed in a corner and I can't tell her how I really feel yeah. or she'll be even more mad. Yeah. Right? It, it totally cuts out the ability to have communication. Yeah. I just, I had yeah. a thought, I'm having all sorts of brainwaves today. I love it. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> you were talking about now you're in this relationship with a healthy person, they are a healthy person, but they're not a perfect person, right? We just talked right. about yeah. generational trauma. Yeah. So even if they didn't have, um, 
even if they weren't involved in an abusive relationship or, you know, if they don't have uh, childhood abuse, like big T trauma or anything mm-hmm. like that, they still have, they were raised by imperfect humans who were raised by imperfect humans, right? right. So they're still going to have yeah. stuff. Yes. And they're bringing yeah. this stuff into the relationship just the same as you are. So they're not going to communicate perfectly. And um, yeah, giving them the grace, they're going to misunderstand you too. Yes. So like, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to do the same things to them. So I just, I also felt like I went through this phase where I was the screwed up broken one. And he was like, That's could awesome. do no wrong, because yeah. he was so much better than what I had before. Mm-hmm. And yep that's not fair to expect him to live up to that. Right. And it was almost like he couldn't mess up or make mistakes Mm because then it would like trigger me and I'm like, Oh my goodness. And because I hadn't, I hadn't done my own healing yet. Right. So yeah, doing your own healing so that he's allowed to be the imperfect human that he is because imperfect doesn't mean not worthy. Right. As long as they're treating you with respect and um, yeah, I don't know how to finish that. No, thought, actually, that's-, <laughs> that's a perfect segue, actually, because the the whole I think the whole point to what we're talking about today is finding out who you are, getting aligned with yourself and your purpose and centered and just understanding your belief system and how mm-hmm. you value yourself, and which is a great segue into Bree's program. Yep. So if you are struggling yeah. with finding a way to, you know, understand who you are and and what roles you play in a relationship and what feels healthy and what doesn't and how to talk through that and and have some real life feedback from Bree. She's a relationship specialist. So mm-hmm. so she, yeah, mm-hmm. she's the one to ask. Don't ask me. I am still working on things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're all in Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know self-discovery, but relationship-wise, yes. I'm still working on that. And bless Corey's heart. He's doing such a great job letting me heal with yeah. him. But um, Brie has, a, well, a couple of things. So this Friday, the 26th of May, you have a master class. So tell us about that first and then lead us into your coaching container and then your self-led course. Yes, yes. And I have to say this really quick about about like putting somebody higher than you. Mm-hmm. The the minute that you put somebody on a pedestal and believe that they are your savior or almighty or whatever words you want to put mm-hmm. around it, you change that from a partnership to a parent child dynamic. Ouch. And you're looking for them to save you or yep. you're you're staying in the victim so that they can rescue you. Oh my gosh. Or maybe they're putting you on a pedestal. So you get to stay in the the mothering, like giving, yep. and you never get to receive equally. Yeah. So that's a good place too, if you find yourself putting someone on a pedestal to start to like untangle the beliefs that you have that you aren't as good as that. Wow. Or that is or such a good point. That. The parent that's child. So good. Oh my gosh, mind blown. Yeah. I mean, all of our wounding starts there, right? So like we try to recreate these experiences mm-hmm. to heal what happened with our dad right. or our mom with our current partner. Right. It is so possible <laughs> because our brain thinks that it's possible. Yes. So we're like, we're going to keep recreating the same exact experience so that we can try to heal this thing when in reality, the only way to heal that thing is to go in to yourself mm-hmm. and integrate that experience and feel the feelings that got frozen yeah, my because blood. all of our traumas are just fr- stuck energy in our body. Yeah. So we think the answer is external with, Oh, if I feel loved from my partner, then I'll finally feel like my father loved mm-hmm. me. 
it's like no that's a wound that's a that's a hole that's never going to be filled by your yeah your current person right my gosh I just had so many revelations in my brain I know (laughs) of all my past relationships I'm realizing I took the mother role from the get-go yeah on most of my relationships and then when I finally got to my abuser it was like he seemed so fathering and Mm -hmm. nurturing Mm -hmm. it was almost like a (laughs) oh this is a nice break he's gonna take care of me yeah and then yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a lot of clarity too around I took the child role because I didn't Mm -hmm. take that time Mm -hmm. in between my toxic relationship and my relationship with my now husband um it's amazing that we've been 11 uh, we've been married for 11 years this year and it's just it's amazing because he's been in the middle of this healing process but um as I was healing and starting to feel healthier, I was frustrated by the fact that he kept like stepping into this knight in shining armor role. And I was like, I'm a perfectly capable human being. Thank you very much. And now yeah. it's like, but I wasn't, I was, I needed mm-hmm. him to be that in the beginning of the relationship. So that's the role that he yeah. felt like he needed to be for me. And as I healed within myself and stepped out of that child mm-hmm. role, I was like, why are you treating me like a child? And he's like, are, are you, yeah. Are you not? You <laughs> Are know? you better now? <laughs> so <laughs> that's a perfect example of that incongruence, yes. right? Of you saying that you don't want the knight in shining armor, but uh, but bringing in that energy and attracting that yeah. behavior and allowing that yeah. until you came to the place where you realized that you like wanted to be an equal or could be an equal or yeah. could receive love right. or were good enough or whatever the belief was underneath yeah. that self-beliefs self-beliefs they're the root of all everything yes they are oh my gosh but i took a tangent that was was an amazing tangent it was like that's the episode that's (laughs) That's just (laughs) 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 okay perfect okay so this friday's uh master class is literally uh, like so in ties with what we just talked about so tell us tell us Yes, yes. It's called How to Stop Going Back to Your Ex. And that's what we're going to talk about. Because there's so many people come to me like smacking their head on the wall mm-hmm. of like, why the f- do I yes. keep doing this? What, how, how is it so clear at the, la- the end of our last fight yep. that we're not going to be good for each other? This is not going to work. We're not on the same page. We don't share any of the same values or anything in common you know, I'm better off without it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks go by and he texts me and I'm like, Oh, I know yeah. it's going to be different this yes. time. <laughs> he's, you know, he's sorry. Yeah. Yep. I just, I was too emotional. Mm-hmm. Like you start taking whatever. responsibility for things you shouldn't be taking responsibility for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you welcome him back in, you have the couple of weeks of hot sex yep. and then blows up again <laughs> yeah. and then you find yourself. It's just, it's a very frustrating experience. Yes. So I'm going to go over some of some of the reasons why we continue to do that. We continue to stay in that cycle. Mm-hmm. And some of the key things that you can ask yourself to start to un- unravel what, like what in your specific circumstance is is the driver behind that mm-hmm. and help you find clarity around what you're doing and how to step out of it. Yeah, I love that. So my hope after that masterclass is that you're going to feel more confident in in understanding the wholeness around the experience mm. instead of beating yourself up yes. repeatedly yes. for doing mm-hmm. it. 
Um, and hopefully you'll have some good tools to stop going back to him or her if you if that is what you're choosing to do. Okay, oh, love that. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. And then yeah. in the middle of June, you have something opening up, Bree. Tell us about that. Your yeah, coaching so container. My, my signature offering is a group coaching container. And it's a five-month-long immersive experience. And I love groups for many reasons. I also love five-month-long groups for many reasons. <laughs> my personality is very much like the, the deep and slow. Mm-hmm. Like I need... I need time with clients. They need time to acclimate, to tend to their nervous system. And because we do so much of this belief work, it's like, that's not something that you just come out of the the gate with, you know, it's like, you got to establish some trust, some safety to be able to bring your body, to be able to access those beliefs. And I'm an EFT certified practitioner. So the main modality that I use with my clients to help actually process information is through the body. Mm -hmm. And so if you've had experience with maybe just talk therapy and you're like, I've already done this. I understand my traumas, know where they came from. I can give you the list from A to Z of why this happened with this, Mm -hmm. you know, but you're still unable to shift the behavior. It's because likely you're stuck in this. I think of it like a buoy, Mm -hmm. like a the, the analytical buoy. It's like, if I stay up here then I don't actually have to dive under the water yeah. and hold my breath for a little while, that can feel kind of scary. Right. And I did that in my own experience too. I was like absorbing all the information mm-hmm. and reading all the books, doing all the self-help things. Yes. I was listening to all the podcasts and I felt like I was doing the work. Yeah. And what I was really doing was, was staying in the safe zone, yeah. <laughs> like not actually having to feel the depth of what was keeping me stuck. Yeah. So the, the education is important. There's an educational component mm-hmm. in the group coaching container there, but the integration is the piece that so many of us avoid because we don't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to be in our body. We don't know how to let the anger come up. We don't know how to let the sadness come yep. up because we believe that it's going to stay there forever. Right. It's like this foreign monster that if we let out of the, <laughs> the closet, it's going to take over the yeah. house. Yeah. So building your tolerance, building your window of tolerance for holding your emotions. Tapping gives you a tool to be able to feel safe while you're feeling. So it helps you regulate your nervous system and it helps you release that stuck energy because when you're regulated, you feel safe. And when you're safe, all of those guards that are protecting your, your wounding and your brain go down a little bit. I love it. So you can start to follow those paths down to the, that one memory of when you were six right, yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of integrating your experience and feeling your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that this is not for everybody. Like this is for the woman who is, she's at her bottom with relationships. Yeah. She is sick and tired. She's tried therapy. She's tried retreats. She's tried all the self-help books and she's like, what gives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can't keep doing this. So the commitment level to, to give all of your energy and all of your, your, give your all into this experience of healing, it, it will bring you so much more in return. Yeah. I think that's one thing. So many people are like, I can't afford that. I can't spend that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you would spend that on a vacation, right? Mm -hmm. 
But some reason when we think about spending money on our own self, mm-hmm. gross, mm-hmm. Yep. we're like, I'm not worth it. Yeah. Or, I, you know, what? there's a belief under that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. The brain spotting, the, my first brain spotting appointment, if I had known the amount of relief it would give me from anxiety, the physical symptoms yep. of anxiety, I tell everyone all the time, yeah. I would have paid $1,000 for it mm-hmm. for that 45 minutes. Yep. 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 Yeah, it transforms the way that you can be with yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you heal the relationship with yourself, first and foremost, like the world is your fucking oyster. Right, yeah. Because you always have that sense of safety. Right. You can always come back home into yourself. Like the need for external validation yep. dwindles. The need for the the putting people on the pedestal to make people feel like you are worth something. Exactly. Or stepping outside of the people pleasing or the always being there, always putting others first, like that becomes possible Mm -hmm. because you're building yourself back from the, from the inside. Yes. So that's what the group is. It's to help you rebuild yourself after unhealthy relationships, after toxic relationships. If you've gotten out of something that feels like it was crazy making Mm -hmm. and you're confused on where to even go from here, Mm -hmm. it's a good it's a good safe place for you as well. I love that. So good. Yes. So worth it. Yes. Inner peace yeah. is priceless. I would pay so much. Yes. To experience a healthy relationship is it's so yeah. good. Like <laughs> to to walk into your house and not be on some level of anxiety. Yes. I mean, I would have paid tens of thousands of yes. dollars for that. Yeah. Let's not worry about, oh, yeah. did I text fast enough? Or, yep. oh my gosh, I took yep. three extra minutes to get home because there was an accident and mm-hmm. he's not going to believe me. Yep. But just, oh yep. my gosh, yes, all the anxiety. And you know how much more energy you have to put into your life and into your calling and into your way of like serving in the mm-hmm. world when you're not spending 95% of it, you know, analyzing a text that you got from him every yeah. day? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can do so much more with your life and you can, you can follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. And when you find somebody who lifts you up as you do that, like that experience changes your entire, your entire experience in life. Right. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Brie, we could talk for so long. This is probably yes. going to be our longest episode. I'm not even I upset think about so. it. I'm not either. This was really good. <laughs> All right. So check out Brie's program. Um, we are going to have her website and a link and everything in the show notes. So you'll be, it'll be super easy to find. Just tap it, check it out, get on the masterclass this Friday. Brie, thank you so much. We'll obviously have to have you back again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love being here with you. Yay. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, we love you guys. Stay sparkly, sweet sis. Sisters, and we'll see. If you're struggling with emotional and physical pain, it's time to discover the healing power of somatic massage and coaching. Let Jessa at Bright Life Massage and Wellness show you how to connect with your body and calm your mind in only a few sessions. Say goodbye to stress and hello to a new, more peaceful you. Contact Bright Life Massage and Wellness today and schedule a free call to see how Jessa can help. Find her information in the show notes. Thanks for spending time with us today. I just wanted to leave you with some extra resources. We have a website, www.reclaimjournal.com, where you can find more skills and tools to help you on your healing journey. There's brain spotting, there's coaching, and then of course, 
there's the famous Reclaim Journal. That's right, I decided it's famous just now. Also, this podcast is free for you to listen to, but it's not free to make, so you will be noticing some ads. However, if you hate ads, we do have an option to subscribe. So check that out for not only ad-free episodes, but also dig deeper episodes where we get into some really juicy stuff that maybe not everyone wants to listen to, but you want to listen to because you're going through it. We also have a really exciting retreat coming up this October. So if you are feeling extra broken, tired, exhausted, and you would like to rediscover yourself and create a transformative experience, I invite you to check out the retreat on the website. Thanks for spending time with us. And remember, stay sparkly, sweet sisters.